Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host is a course creator who currently generates over $1 million a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. And just so you know, he is planning to open up his own Cobra Kai dojo. He doesn't know any martial arts and has lost every fight he's ever been in. But he loves the TV show, Cobra Kai Never Dies, Mr. Jono Petrahilos. Hello, everybody. Jono from the Course Creator Community. I'm super excited to get to this week's podcast. Just before I do, I want to give a mention to the Course Creator Community VIP program. So if you're not aware, we actually have a VIP program. It's pretty straightforward. It's a membership site, membership platform, and you also get some um, some calls with me as well, some group coaching calls. In a nutshell, it covers every step of the journey from how to create your course to how to sell your course and, and make as many sales as you want. It's got the creation, the sales, the marketing, the launching, all of that there. Uh, as a podcast listener, you're entitled to a special deal. I'll put the link down in the show notes. It'll say something like course creator, VIP membership program or, or someone like that. Anyway, let's get to the show. What's happening, people? John O'Hee from the Course Creator Community. Super excited because I'm about to record a solo episode. I haven't done one of these in probably years on this podcast. I can't remember the last one I did. Uh, reason I'm doing it is because I'm going to cover a very important topic, online course platforms or course hosting platforms or you know, what platform should you host your, your online course on? Because it's, it's, it's probably the most common question that, get asked, that gets asked in the Course Creator Community Facebook group. Uh, people ask it to me all the time. And I've got it down to a, a science because there's so many different platforms out there. They've all got their advantages, their disadvantages. Um, some will work better for some people, some will work better for the other, but I've got it down to a system. And to be honest, I think that the way I've broken it down, 90% of people will choose the recommended platform that I choose. Uh, but there is the 10% that the others may work better for. But anyway, I'm going to get into it. I'll dive into my system and we'll, we'll go through it step by step. Just before I get started, I want to give our Facebook group a quick plug. If you're not in the Course Creator Community Facebook group yet, make sure to join. I'll put the link down in the show notes. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the world for, um, for course creators. So make sure to join that. Now, let's get into it. The first question you need to consider when picking your platform is, do you even need a platform? Because let's be honest, you can host a course these days in a Facebook group. You could start up a Facebook group and you could just you know, post a video in there every week for the next six weeks and they're your courses, right? Or you, know, you could join that group and those videos are always in there. Um, or even if it's not a Facebook group, it could be a Google Drive. You just set up a Google Drive. You open a folder, module one, module two, module three, module four, module five. You can do it like that. So really, you can host an online course for free these days without a platform. Is that an option? Now, I'm going to say that's a hard no. I don't recommend doing that, even though it's not bad and you could do that. And I've done courses like that before. The thing is, all or a lot of these other course platforms have a free version anyway. Like Teachable's got a free version. Thinkific's got a free version. Newsendler's got a free version. Uh, MemberVault's got a free version. So if all these platforms that are designed have a free version anyway, why not just use that? You're going to have to go to a paid one sooner or later anyway. Why not get started with their free one? Muck around with it. See if you like it. If you do, great. Upgrade to the paid one. If you don't, hey, next time try another free one. So that's number one. I would start with a platform. It's not worth doing it you know, in a Facebook group or, or Google Drive, even though you can. There's free options anyway, so you may as well choose those free platforms there or the free versions of those. 
Okay. So once you've decided that, you're like, right, I'm going to use a platform. The next thing you're probably going to wonder is, should I do it on my own and use like a Teachable or a Thinkific? Or should I use Udemy and use some of their marketing things there as well? Now, here's the thing, and here's where it gets really tricky on both sides of it. So if you use a, a platform like a Teachable or a Thinkific, it's important to know that they won't do any marketing for you. All they're doing is hosting the course. It's then up to you to do all the marketing. Okay. So if you're thinking, oh, will I make more sales if I use Thinkific or Teachable? It won't matter. It's, it's what marketing do you do is going to bring in the sales. That's important to note there. That's what draws a lot of people over to Udemy. They're like, well, hold on. If I use, you know, Thinkable or, or Thinkable, if I use Thinkific or, or Teachable, then I'm not going to, you know, they're not going to do any marketing for me. If I use Udemy, okay, I can, I can um, get sales from Udemy because people go to the Udemy platform and purchase there. And that's true. But here's a couple very important limitations on, on Udemy. Number one is very competitive. Let's just say, for example, you've got a Spanish school, right? Or you, you teach how to learn Spanish. You go on Udemy, there's going to be hundreds of other courses like that. There's going to be cheaper ones. There's going to be free ones. So there's a lot of competition. You're also going to have to have it within Udemy price lines. They've got very strict price lines. You know, if it's this amount of time, you charge X amount of dollars. If it's this amount, you charge X amount of dollars. So you're limited. Firstly, there's a lot of competition. Secondly, you're also limited by price there. Thirdly, most Udemy sales actually come from specials. So say you've got a Udemy course and it's a hundred bucks on Udemy. That's great. You're probably not going to make any sales at a hundred dollars. You'll make the sales when the specials come in and Udemy sells it for $10 or $15 or $20 or $5 or whatever it may be. So now the, the profit is even smaller, right? On top of that, Udemy takes 50% of that as well, okay? So you might only end up making five, 10 bucks per course sale. And unless you're making, you know, hundreds of sales on there, which unless you've, you've managed to find the niche idea, you will, you're probably not going to make a heap of money, right? There's many variables, but your average person will go on there, you know, will make three or four sales or make 15, 20 bucks. And, you know, that's the income there. So if your goal is to be a full-time course creator or to have, you know, a, a um, steady stream of income from online courses, it's probably not going to be Udemy. You might get lucky and find a way, but for most people, it's like 15, 20 bucks a month you're going to make from Udemy. So I would recommend away from Udemy. The only reason I would recommend doing Udemy is if you don't want to do any sales and marketing. You're like, Jono, I have zero interest in doing sales and marketing. I'm happy just to put this course up and make 20 bucks a month. Okay. Udemy is for you, right? Maybe you, you get lucky and it gets up to hundred bucks a month. Maybe you create four or five courses and you can get to, you know, 500 bucks a month. So there are options, but I just want you to know it's, uh, if you were just to go now and put a course on Udemy, it's like a 15, 20 buck a month sort of thing. Okay. So I think most people from there are going to scrap Udemy and go over to a, a platform that's not a marketplace. The next choice you need to make from there is, is it a third-party platform? So is it like a Teachable or a Thinkific? Or are you going to host it on your website and use a plugin like Lifter LMS or LearnDash or something like that? Okay. So they're the two different options there. You can have a third-party platform, Teachable, Thinkific, Kajabi, Newsenla, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, or you can host it on your actual website. Now, there's advantages, disadvantages both ways. I've done them both, and I'll share it um, both ways. The advantage, well, let me think of the best way to explain this. Okay, 
So the biggest disadvantage of a third-party platform is usually price. You're usually paying at least 50 bucks a month, if not 100, if not more, um, to host your course. There's ways around it, and I'll cover that later, but I'm just speaking generally here, right? You might be paying, let's just call it 50 bucks a month to host your online course, right? Uh, if you're putting it on your website, well, all you need is a plugin that's maybe 100 bucks a year. So it's a lot more affordable to do it on your website. You might be thinking, all right, well, what's the catch? You know, why wouldn't I do it on my website? Well, there's a couple of things. Firstly, you need to have a website. You need to have a domain. You need to have hosting. If you've already got that, okay, might be an option. If you don't have that, well, then it sort of evens out anyway, because it's like, well, you know, okay, I've got to pay the domain. I've got to get the plugin. I've got to get the hosting. You may as well just, you know, use Teachable or something like that, right? Um, but if you already have a website, you may be thinking, well, I've already got a website. Why don't I just get this hundred bucks plugin and, and put it in there? Um, it's a little bit harder to use. So me, myself, I'm not a WordPress guy. I couldn't host it on my website because I just don't know how those sort of things work. Right. Whereas if I use Thinkable, I think if it's Teachable or something, it's very easy. It's it's a drag and drop. So if you're like me and you're a technological dunce, then you're best off using one of the third party platforms. The only reason I would recommend a plugin is if you are pretty tech savvy. So if you've already got a website, you've already got a domain, you've already got hosting, you're already really good on, on WordPress, then it may be worth you just getting a plugin and hosting your course that way there. Uh, the other reason why I don't like doing that is it puts all my eggs in the one basket because when I used to host my courses on my um, website, my website crashed which happens every now and then, right? I'm not crashed. It goes down or there's, you know, mal mal um, malfunctions or whatever it may be. And it sucked two ways because I couldn't make any sales and I, or I couldn't do anything on the, the selling on my website, but also my students couldn't log in. That's what made me separate and then go to Teachable for that. It was like, you can buy my online courses on my website and you can check out my blog and my about us and all that. So that sign of stuff is there. But to actually log in and do the course, you use Teachable on that. That way I'm leveraged because even if my website goes down, okay, I can't sell stuff. Uh, you can't read my blogs or whatever, but you know, at least my students can still log in. Okay. So yeah, that's my takeaway there. I think most people should use a third party. I only really recommend a plugin if you're pretty good at tech and you've already got a website. Okay. Um, next thing we've got to go to. So we've now discovered, all right, we may as well use a platform because you know there's free versions anyway. Uh, we're not going to use Udemy because there's just not enough money in it. We're probably not going to host it on our website because you know it's going to get more expensive and we're not technological experts. The next thing we need to determine is are we going to use what's called a, um, let's call it an online school. So like a Teachable or a Thinkific, we'll call them online schools where their major focus is to run a really, really good online course. The comparison is what's called an all-in-one, which is something like Kajabi or Newsendler or those sort of platforms there. I want to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsor, which is the Book Writing Blueprint, which is hosted by my friend, Jesse Beyer. Now, if you're a course creator, I'm sure the thought has crossed your mind before. Ooh, should I write an online book? How do I write an online book? Where are the What are the benefits? Where do I start? If that's the case, this is the program for you because Jesse's created it. It's not just any, you know, how to author a book program. It's catered specifically for the online entrepreneur service provider course creator. So the process will therefore be easy for you to write 
and easy for people, then the book will be easy for people to read as well. And the whole goal is so that you can share your message more and also increase your business revenue too. And the best part, it's currently on special. If you go via the link in the show notes, my link uh, down there, you're going to get it for just $37. Plus you get a whole heap of bonuses as well. I'm not going to read them all out here, but if you, you go to the website there, there's going to be bonuses that help you with um, help with the selection of your book topic, help you edit your manuscript, um, writing prompts to get inspired. There's all these videos with other authors, a whole heap of good stuff there. So link is in the show notes. Check it out. The difference between the two. So the online school, their major focus is we're going to host a good course. That's what it's about. Does it look good? Can we upload the videos? Are there quizzes and, you know, um, completion and all that sort of stuff there? But what they don't really focus on is the sales side of things. What I mean by that is they may not have funnels, upsells, downsells, order bumps, affiliates, um, memberships, you know, all that side of stuff, email marketing, all that side of stuff there. It sort of depends on the platform, but most of the online schools, so the, the, the ones that aren't the all-in-ones like Teachable and Thinkific, they're getting better, but they're just not as marketing savvy as the all-in-ones. The all-in-ones are things like New Zenla, um, Kajabi, and they've got everything in there, you know, upsells, downsells, order bumps, funnels, marketing pages, you know, webinars, all that sort of stuff there. So that's another thing you've got to sort of weigh up. The only disadvantage, the, the all-in-one is better, okay, because it does everything, right? The only reason you wouldn't do an all-in-one is it's usually more expensive than the, the platform. Like if you compare Kajabi to Teachable, Kajabi is always going to be more expensive. Uh, but on the flip side to that, the downside is if you use something like Teachable, you're probably going to have to use a few different tools. You might use Teachable to host your course, but then you might also need click funnels for your funnels. And then you might also need active campaign for your email marketing. Whereas if you just went with Kajabi, you could get it all in one. So it's usually a better option to go for the all in one. I would recommend the all in one. I, in one of my businesses, I still use Teachable only because the all in ones weren't around. And it's a bit of a pain in the ass because I got to use Teachable, Active Campaign, and Click Funnels. So I'm paying for three different softwares. It would have been cheaper if I just went with Kajabi, but also it can be tricky to integrate them because I've got to get them to all speak to each other. Whereas if I just use Kajabi, then they could have all spoken. It's all in the one thing. Okay, so I would go for the all-in-one. I'll address the price in a sec as well, but for now, actually, I'll, I'll address the price right now. New Zenla is is more affordable. So if you're like, okay, great, I want an all-in-one, but Kajabi is so much more money than than Teachable, so I'm going to go with Teachable. Go with New Zenla. The time we're recording this, I think New Zenla is sixty bucks a month or something. So it's the equivalent to you know, and, and the 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 same price as a Thinkific or a Teachable anyway. But with New Zenla, you get everything there. Okay, and that was sort of the next thing. Then it's like, okay, all in one. Is it Kajabi or is it New Zenla? Now, you got two ways to look at this. Kajabi is the best, hands down. It's the best. I don't want to get into the the whys, but it's it's better, and it, it it's better in, than New Zenla in every single way. Um, but it's about four hundred bucks a month for the full version of Kajabi that does everything. New Zenla is sixty bucks a month. Okay, so even though Kajabi is better, is it that is it five times as much better? 
All right. It may be better to go for New Zendler. And New Zendler also has a free version as well. So to summarize that, if you're if you got the cash and you're like, hey, I know I got a market, you know, I know that I'm going to sell a heap of these, I would recommend going for Kajabi. It's better. Yes, it's 400 bucks, but what's that? One sale a month. Um, but on the flip side, if you don't have a following, you got all these other things coming up, you don't know where your next sale is coming from, it's not worth the 400 for Kajabi. You're better off just paying 60 for New Zendler. It does everything Kajabi does. Anyway, just not as good or a little bit harder, okay? So let's summarize that from the top. Number one, if you're thinking, should I just use something for free like a Facebook group or should I use a platform? Use a platform because there's even free version of the platforms. The next thing is Udemy or do I um, you know, use a third party? You're probably better off going a third party because you're not going to make a heap of sales with Udemy anyway. The only reason we will go for Udemy is if you're sure you want to do absolutely no marketing. And if that was the case, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Um, the next side of things is, okay, we know we're going to use a third party. Are we self-hosting on a website using a plugin like LearnDash or Lifter LMS? Or are we using a, a you know, third-party LMS like Teachable or Thinkific? For most of us, it's going to be better to use that third-party side of things. It's just a lot easier and we're more leveraged. The only reason I would recommend the plugin is if you are pretty good at tech. Okay. Next thing we need to determine is, are we going to use an all-in-one or are we going to use an online school? For most people, we're going to use an all-in-one. It's just easier and it's going to work out cheaper. Um, so we're better off going for the all-in-one. The only reason I would go for the school is if you've already got other things anyway. Maybe you've already got ClickFunnels, you've already got an active campaign, and you just want that bit there for the school, okay, it might work. But for most people, you're better off going for an all-in-one that just does everything. Uh, and then you just need that, that one platform there. The next question from the all-in-one is Kajabi or New Zendler. There's no right or wrong there. Kajabi is better. New Zendler is cheaper. If you have the money, it's worth going for New Zendler. Sorry, it's worth going for Kajabi. If you don't have the money, then New Zendler is fine. Yes, it's not as good as Kajabi, but it's good enough. It's got everything you need for 60 bucks a month, even the free version. Okay, so that's my, my breakdown there. I am an affiliate of New Zendler. I do use that for the course creator community. Um, I thought I, I should I should mention that so it doesn't look, you know, weird or like I'm just, you know, trying to plug something. Um, but on the, on, the, on the side of that, if you are like, oh, yeah, I want to do New Zendler, you may as well use my affiliate link. I'll put it down in the, the show notes, even if you just want to try the free version. Try the free version. If you like it, great. Upgrade to the paid. If not, there's the free one there anyway. Okay. Anyway, that's my little 101 on online course platform. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Course Creator Community Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.